You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. The first thing I want you to see, what is a buffeting spirit? The first thing you need to understand, a buffeting spirit is a demon spirit. I believe that's pretty simple. Now, we only have several examples in the Bible of this, and I've got one in the Old Testament I'm going to share in a moment. But the Apostle Paul was a man of God. He was anointed of God. Christ had appeared to him on the Damascus Road. He was called to not only be a Christian, but he was called to be an apostle. And the Bible tells us that in his praying, in his seeking God, that he was caught up into the third heaven, and God told him things that it's not even lawful that a man should speak or utter. And while Paul, you'll remember in another passage, when he was explaining his doctrine of the knowledge of Jesus Christ and the revelation in his Pauline epistles of, of Christ, he told the apostles in Jerusalem and the Christian people, he said, no man taught me this revelation. He said, I didn't learn it by a man, but he said, I learned it by the Spirit. Now, apparently, God, because he was birthing the gospel to the Gentile world, he took Paul, whether in the body or in his spirit, we don't know, and he taught him personally the, the, the teaching of who Jesus is and what, what redemption is all about. Paul was schooled, literally, by the Holy Ghost himself. And I want you to know that if the Holy Ghost can teach Paul, then the Holy Ghost can lead and guide you into all truth. Paul is not more, uh, he's not more special than you or I. He's not better than you or I. But thank God we have the same Jesus. We have the same Holy Ghost. We have the same Word of God. And thank God we can grow in the knowledge of the Lord. We can be strong in the power of His might. We can put on the whole armor of God. We can walk by faith and not by sight. We will never be defeated. We will never be destroyed. We refuse to be discouraged. But thank God we have the greater one living in us. We walk with him and he walks with us. We talk to him and he talks to us. And in that hour when we feel weak and the buffeting spirit may come, we have the same promise Paul had. And that is in my weakness. I am strong. Hallelujah. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Come on, lift your hands and praise Jesus this morning. Come on, raise your hands and praise him with all your heart. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, 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 glory. I feel the power of God in here, amen. I said, I feel the power of Jesus Christ in here. A buffeting spirit is a demon spirit that is a sign to keep you from going into a new level of the anointing and knowledge of God. The Bible says, Paul said here, he said that this foul devil came lest he should be exalted above the measure or the measure that he had. Now, he told us what measure he had and where he got it. Isn't that right? Glory to God. But let me just share this with you, and, and I don't want to take too long. I figure I can say what i got to say in a couple hours. Let me get down here where you're at. You do not have to struggle in faith. For too many years, I think Christians felt like if I read enough books, if I hear enough tapes, if I fast enough, if I pray enough, you turned it on and I left, didn't I? 
Glory. I'll go back and enjoy it in a minute. But uh, I think for too many years, Christians thought there were things they had to do to earn a greater measure of anointing or faith. But you see, the price for the anointing, the price for salvation, is already paid for through the work of the cross. If you could earn it, then Jesus didn't have to die. Because if there was still something left to do, then why did God waste the life of Christ on a cross? But God did not waste the life of Jesus on a cross. And the payment of the cross is sufficient that you might enjoy the glory of God. And all of these things, we receive them by faith. But I think people struggle from time to time. If I could only do this more, if I could do that. If I don't do anything, God will anoint me. If I just wait on the Lord, the Holy Ghost will come on me. Do you hear what I'm saying? If I just stand here and say, Lord, I'm not going to listen to one tape. I'm not going to read one book. Uh, I don't even think, Lord, I'm going to uh, say some kind of a prayer that I've prayed 25 times before. I'm just going to stand here and tell you I love you. Man, you do that, the power of God will come on you. You say, but that's all you've got to do. It's all you have to do is be willing and available for the Spirit of God to come on you. And you receive it by faith. You receive everything by faith. How many knows that's true? But this buffeting spirit, this demon spirit came because of the fact that the Apostle Paul received, now he said, an abundance of visions, revelations. And these revelations literally birthed the church in the Gentile world. God gave him a revelation that he never had before. Are you listening to me? And I love this because of the fact if God will speak to the Apostle Paul, God will speak to me. And God will speak to you. Do you believe that this morning? So here's this great apostle, Paul. He's had this great spiritual experience, and all of a sudden, boom, he's hit with something. Now, we know that whatever it was, it made him sense his weakness in the natural, whatever it was. Now, I don't believe it was sickness. I believe it was a demon spirit. But just like when you get hit in the natural, your flesh may feel it. I, I have come against powers where I tell my wife, oh, Lord, dear, quick, agree with me. I don't know what this is. And she'll come in and say, you devil, get out of here in Jesus' name. She'll say that, and suddenly my body feels normal again. I say, is that all that was? Man, thank God I married the right woman. She could have come in with a frying pan and said, get up out of there, you lazy bones. But she didn't do it. So I've gone through this, and she can tell you, seems like the more that we do for God, the more that old devil gets angry and gets stirred up. Now, on my way here this morning, I told her, I said, oh, pray quick. I said, I don't know what my problem is. I said, I'm going to eat a banana. Amen. I don't know what's going on. I've lost 25 pounds in four weeks. I think that's my problem. Amen. <laughs> you see what I mean? We get look, thinking in the natural, you know, I lost too much too quick. Let me tell you, I could lose 50 and it wouldn't bother me. Amen. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? But we're all the same. We have these thoughts. But you see, the Bible says we're to bring into subjection every thought. We're not to let any imagination get above that area of our faith. But we're to pull every, down every, uh, casting down every imagination, bringing into subjection every thought that would exalt itself. Now notice, there's a personality to that thought. There's a personality, see, to that area or that stronghold in the mind itself against Christ or our God. Do you hear what I'm saying? So you have to do that. That's not something Jesus does. That's something that you've got to do. Are you listening to me? You come under an attack and your mind is, is swirling and you're wondering, oh God, why am I going through this? Just shut up and stop, will you? And say, Lord, now I'm not talking to you personally, but if it fits, wear it. Amen. But 
You have to say, Lord, I refuse to let my imagination run wild. And some of you, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. You wake up in the morning, you see a little red spot on your face and say, uh-oh, cancer. And if you squeeze it long enough, it gets bigger. I knew it. It's the fast kind. It's spreading. You see? And all you've got is a pimple problem. You hear what I'm telling you? But we're all alike. We'll magnify. We'll let our mind run wild. But I'm telling you that there is no devil. There is no power. There is no force that can keep you from serving God. And if you can bring your mind into subjection and every thought, that's how that buffeting spirit comes to work in your mind. And Paul was desperate. He said, I prayed three times. And finally, God answers him on the third time. He said, don't bother praying. He said, my grace is sufficient. You don't have to pray about a devil. Just walk in the power of my might. Having done all, stand. Stand therefore. Oh, hallelujah. That's all you've got to do is stand in the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and shout victory. Shout hallelujah. Just shout something. Amen. Stand on your feet. That'll do you good. Everybody stand and lift your hands and say, thank God, having done all, having done all, I'm standing. Standing on the solid rock. Hallelujah. All around the shifting sand, but on Christ the solid rock, I stand. I shall not be moved. Just like a tree planted by the water of life, I shall not be moved. Somebody shout hallelujah. Sit down if you can. Amen. Man, I felt that. Glory to God. You don't always feel it, but I felt that one. Amen. Devil, take that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So a buffeting spirit is a demon spirit. It's not a human spirit. Some of you say, well, that, that, that devil in her. But isn't that just like some Christians? They'll, they'll attribute Satan to a person in the flesh. But those sinners, those backsliders, are potential brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ. The devil is the devil. I said the devil is the devil. And so a human spirit cannot buffet you. I preach long enough, I get people mad. I might as well just confess. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Glory. But I preach long enough. Folks get mad. I, I don't understand it. I take a shower, get my hair cut regularly, and still they get mad. And I've had people come to me and say, hmm, I'd like to tell you a thing or two. I said, I'm sure you would, but I ain't got time. See you later. I had one lady come in the tent. She says, I, wanna, I wanted some time with you. I said, yeah, I'm sure you do. She said, I'd like to meet you out behind the tent. I said, the only woman I meet behind the tent is my wife, lady. She said, I'll have you know I gave $50 in the offering tonight. See, some folks think they can buy God's people. I said, check or cash? Because so far I'm not using credit cards in the offerings yet. She said, cash. I said to the usher, come here. I said, count out 50 bucks and give it to her, then throw her out. Oh, she said, I don't want my money back. I said, then just throw her out. You can do that when you own your own tent, you know, Brother Reed. And she's mad. Somebody, a young fellow, a young preacher friend of mine was there, and he said, doesn't that bother you? I said, no. I said, if anything, I bothered her. 
human spirits cannot buffet you if you don't let them. My father pastors a church of about four or five hundred people. Two Sundays ago, one of the deacons come to him. He said, I've got something I want to tell you. My dad said, hold it. Put his finger right in his chest. Maybe this is where I get it from. He said, I'll meet you in the parking lot after church. I'm on my way to the platform to preach to the people. I started to say something. Dad said, shut up. I'll see you after service. I said, you said that, Dad? He said, yep, and still got anointed when I preached. He preached. God saved people. People shouted, got the Holy Ghost. Dad went out to the parking lot. The guy came up. He was all ready. Dad says, resignation on my desk tomorrow morning. And got in his car and drove off. Next morning, here come the letter in. All these grievances. Dad didn't even read it. He gave it to the deacons. He said, he's not with us. Obviously. He said, he's through. You know what happened? As soon as that fellow stepped down, revival has hit the church. Hallelujah. Now, you know, you could if you want to sit there and say, wring your hands and say, oh, Lord, he's one of our men. And let me tell you something. The kingdom of God is bigger than just one or two people. You hear what I'm telling you? And too many times I think we allow people to try to buffet us, but they're not a buffeting spirit. Therefore, if you do not allow a place and I'm not saying you're unkind to people. I'm not saying you shouldn't be gracious to people. I'm just saying you need to learn that that man or that woman is your brother or sister in the Lord Jesus Christ or a potential brother or sister in Jesus. And don't let the devil use personalities to back you away from the desire that you have for more of God. If some don't want it, that's their problem. I'm still going to have it. Hallelujah. If some don't want to go in revival, that's their problem. I'm going all the way with Jesus. Hallelujah. If you don't like the way I preach, that's your problem. Problem. I'm going to preach anyhow. Hallelujah. I didn't come to preach for you today. I come to preach for me. Hallelujah. I preach until I get stirred up. I preach for the Lord Jesus Christ and you get to listen. Hallelujah. I'm called to preach this gospel. I don't care if men don't like it. I don't care if preachers don't like it. I'm telling you there is an anointing that is greater than a human spirit and it's not by might and it's not by power but it's by my spirit saith the Lord of hosts. There's not a man that can stop you. There's not a a denomination that can keep you from the move of God, but in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and I'm going to have that pouring out in this service today. I'm going to have it. Glory! Glory! Glory to God! Woo! Hallelujah! So to answer that first question, what is a buffeting spirit? It's not a human spirit. Now see, you don't have power over human spirits. If you did, then we'd make everybody get saved this afternoon and be in heaven tomorrow morning. Yet God told Paul he had power or grace that was sufficient or more than enough for this devil. Are you listening to me? Jesus himself declared when the disciples returned in Luke's gospel, that even the devils are subject unto us. He never said that they weren't. He just said rejoice not about that. But that didn't mean that the devils weren't subject. They were subject to the disciples. But you cannot bring a human spirit into your subjection. If you don't believe me, get married. I'll tell you it's the truth. My wife has tried to bring me into subjection. No. But you, you don't have power over human spirits. God has so designed it that everybody has their own personal choice. 
You can choose to be saved. You can choose not to be saved. If we had power over human spirits, we just go out there on that march today and say, command you to be saved. Command you to, and when we get the whole town saved and the whole nation saved and the world saved, then Jesus will come. We see, it doesn't work like that. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Isn't that right? So, a buffeting spirit is a demon spirit. That's what it is. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us. 